So, Shelly. Yes, Mary. Guess what today is? You tell me. It's the long-awaited 100th episode! Woo-hoo! Should we do some party horns and stuff? Likely. I'll have to put those in. My throat's a little off, so I don't know if I can deliver. <laughs> Dan, Dan, throw in some party horns. Party horns, please. Maybe some cowbell. <laughs> uh, yeah, today is the day we hear from many of our listeners, Patreon members and Marco Polo Channels members, and also that live event we did at Utah. Lots of recordings from that. Are you excited? I am. I'm just, I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, I think we lost. I was thinking, is it at Utah or in Utah? That was I was trying to correct you. You did. Okay. Leave it in, Dan. Well, I was super excited until just then. (laughs) (laughs) Should we get started? Uh, Okay. (laughs) Be right back. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Latter Day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. I'm Mary. <laughs> for the 100th time. Yes, I'm Shelly for the 100th time. <laughs> How are we 100 in? And you were like, wait, what do I say? Uh, yeah, I know. I blank all the time on that. Maybe if somebody wasn't trying to correct my grammar earlier. Well, when you fuck it up, you fuck it up, and I can't just sit quietly. <laughs> okay. Are those the rules? Those are the now rules. On? Okay, this should get interesting. You know what I love about this episode? Mm. It's not about us. Well, it won't be in like two minutes after we wrap this section up. Yeah, so hold on. It's about to not be about us. <laughs> give it a second. Okay, sorry. I was so ready to give yeah. it to the listeners. I know, I know. You know, I was so impressed that we put the call out mm-hmm. and people responded. I was a little nervous that nobody was going to marry, take up the challenge. Don't you know how much ass our listeners kick? I thought you were going to say kiss for a second. No, I was like, what? that's me. I'm the kiss ass. They are the kick assers. I know. I know. I know. I know. So this is exciting. Should we just jump into it? Do it. Okay. So I have decided, since I have the playlist here of people. I have no control over this, by the way. I'm just sitting here waiting for Mary to play shit. Is it kind of uh, a relief to not have control? Yes. I have no notes in front of me. I know. No stress. I know. I'm just kind of winging it here. If this is a bad episode, Mary, that falls on you. (laughs) It's on me. (laughs) Or on our listeners who have provided all the dialogue It's not going to be a bad episode. (laughs) No, it's not. We love our listeners. You all are amazing. Well, let's kick it off with a longtime listener, a longtime Patreon and channel supporter, Annie. Annie! Annie's in the house again. So we've had her on as a guest. Yep. To talk about her experience as a missionary. I guess she kicked ass as a missionary. Mm-hmm. How do you kick ass as a missionary? I guess you uh, get a lot of souls for the lard. You convert. <laughs> well, I don't know if she did flip that. to convert. Okay. <laughs> anyway, should we let her say her piece? Yeah. My name is Annie. I met Mary and Shelly at Utah Pride in 2019. And actually, I think it was just Shelly. Um, but I was with my girlfriend at the time, and we both met her. <laughs> but my girlfriend and I weren't dating. Actually, we were just friends. So the rumors are true. Mary and Shelly are good luck charms. So definitely keep that up, ladies. I highly appreciate it. I was a little bit reluctant when I first met, uh, when I met Shelly, because I was like, you know what, is this, and I was one of those people that I asked her if it was a podcast about 
gay people who were still members of the church and her look of disgust and disdain let me know immediately that that wasn't the case. So, um, started listening, was instantly hooked, and I just connect so much with aspects of Mary and Shelley's story and things that they've had to deal with. And it's been really, really healing for me. When I started listening to the podcast, I remember I just felt very, very alone. And um, listening to somebody say things and express feelings that I felt as well made all the difference in the world. I joined the Facebook group, of course, because that's what you do. And I did not know <laughs> Domino and Eddie's names, but I do now. But uh, being a part of a group where I felt so loved and wanted is really special. Definitely the podcast has helped me to love myself more and to validate my own trauma and the things that are hard for me and to be kind to myself, which I think is the biggest thing that you can do when you leave a high demand religion is to be kind to yourself, um, which is probably the hardest thing to do, but it is the best thing to do, I think, because you just have to learn and regrow and do so many things that are so hard. The podcast really has helped me do that. Thanks, Mary and Shelley, for all the hard work you do. Annie. Aww. Oh, how we love that, Annie. Oh, my gosh. We are sort of matchmakers, Mary. Have you noticed? <laughs> we didn't set up to do that. For no, sure. but they, I think, felt the love. I guess. Maybe it just emanated from our booth. <laughs> but speaking of the love, I love that she feels that love from uh, the group, Latter-day Lesbian Facebook discussion group. Nope. Latter-day Lesbian podcast discussion group on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can't say it, but I love it. Oh, it's the best. It is the really? best. And Annie, thank you so yep. much for sending that in. That was amazing. Next, we have a testimony from our sweet, sweet, sweet Joanne. Yeah, and honestly, if uh, Fanny Factcheck ever is tired of doing this, I think Joanne could give her a run for the money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. I'd like to bear my testimony of the truthfulness of this podcast. I learn more from the foom pods than I ever did in Sunday school. Mary and Shelley show us what it's like to laugh, commiserate, hold space for pain, show us understanding for each other's past experiences, and they give us hope that whatever kind of cult you come from, that there is light on the other side. In fact, there's more light and better light on the other side. I say these things humbly in the name of our Lord and Savior. Even Fanny fact check. Amen. Also, fuck the patriarchy. Joanne, that was awesome. You know, what's particularly amazing about Joanne is she traveled quite the distance to join us oh, in yeah. Utah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All the way from California mm -hmm. to join us mm -hmm. during a pandemic. Wow. There you go. Props to you, Joanne. That's Thank some you commitment. So much. That is some commitment. I think she is maybe more committed to this podcast than I am, honestly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just Mary. Kidding. Just kidding. Okay. I went to that event, too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. Who we got next? Next is Erlin, and she wants everyone to know that rhymes with Berlin. Mm -hmm. Or is it Berlin? So it's Erlin. Berlin. Berlin. Erlin that rhymes with Berlin. Berlin. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> you got to get the right emphasis on the correct syllable yes. for that to make sense. Mm -hmm. So Erlin, what's so cool about her story is that she was a TBM 
And then somehow someone convinced her, or maybe she just was curious and listened to the podcast, <laughs> and her shelf broke. That's called like, planting a seed. Right away, her mm-hmm. shelf broke. You're welcome, Erlin. <laughs> Hi, Mary and Shelley. This is Erlin C., and I started listening to the podcast at the end of July 2020 as a true believing Mormon. And in the first episode, you guys explained what a shelf was and then broke mine. And I have never been the same. And I cannot tell you how grateful I am for your truth, Shelley, and for your story, and Mary, for your incredible empathy and compassion and your passion, both of you, to just get the word out on this crazy cult that we belonged to. I never saw it coming, but I am so glad I found you. See, I'm queer, and I never got to live that side of my life. I am sealed in the temple, and I didn't ever plan on living the lifestyle that I was attracted to women, because according to the Mormons, that's a straight ticket to outer darkness. And uh, instead of questioning All the times I felt like I wasn't enough and I didn't belong, I was so deeply ingrained, pioneer stock on both sides, after all, that I just figured it was me. And you, Mary and Shelley, gave me the understanding that it wasn't just me. I am not alone. And as I got involved with the Facebook group that you have and joined channels and joined Patreon, I realized that, my goodness, there are a beautiful community out there of people who have been through Mormonism and other high-demand religions and who become better by stepping out and finally living their true selves. And it gave me permission to finally step out and do that research and get myself really truly broken forever and to find my new family, my new home. And I cannot tell you how much that means. Shelley, you and I haven't lived the same life, but wow, we have so many similarities. And one of them is that I sowed my wild oats as well as you after I went off to college. I was in a really strict Mormon household and (laughs) wow, my pendulum swung the other direction for a couple of years. One quick story about that, I went to repent to my bishop and I think it might have turned him on. Because after about three sessions with him, he tried to rape me over his desk at the end of our time. And uh, I was wearing three-inch heels, and I kicked him in a special place in his body. And he kind of backed off because he was in a lot of pain, couldn't stand up. And I ran like hell and got the fuck out of that Mormon church. The problem was I didn't believe in myself enough to even speak about it to anybody for 25 years. And I didn't value my own worth enough to even leave the church and say, that's so fucked up, I'm never going back. And that journey was very hard and very awful and fraught with 27 years of nightmarish experiences. And it's way too long to put here. But I would like to bear you my testimony that I am not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I will not be living in eternal splendor because it's no such thing. So thank you again for breaking my shelf and showing me the way and giving me a loving hand out of the monstrosity cult 
Mormon church. So I think Erlin is starting to think it's all fake. I think she is. <laughs> yeah. She got to that conclusion, sounds like. Yeah. What an amazing story. Yeah. Wow. That's a great story where you hear that someone is still Mormon and you yank their asses out of that cult. Yank them out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's hope for all of us mm -hmm. recovering from religious oppression and trauma. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Thank you, Erlen. Appreciate that. Next, we have a short musical number by either Tamara, Tamara, or Tamara. Yeah. So we nailed Erlen's pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> Tamara, Tamara, Tamara didn't tell us uh, how to pronunciate, so you get what you get. You don't throw a fit. Pronounce it. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> did I say how to pronunciate you it? You sure did. It's a new verb. Yep. Thank you. Let's just play the clip, shall mm, we? Play it. Okay. Hello, 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 hello. We welcome you today. Hello, 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 hello. We're glad you came our way to share with us our primary day and to be our friend in a very special way. Hello, 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 hello. We welcome you to Dick Wow! Just wanted to say love you guys. Amazing show. Every single episode, I think, oh my gosh, I've had that same experience. So I'm so glad I found you and keep doing what you're doing. You guys are awesome. Oh, Tamara, 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 we will always continue what we're doing. We are not stopping. So mm -hmm. thank you. And seriously, tell Shelly how to pronounce your name. <laughs> for real. <laughs> thank you so much for mm -hmm. sending that in. Next, we have Marsha, and she is sending in a message from both herself and her sister, Allison. Nevermos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I love hearing from the Nevermos. It's so great. I know. It's a smaller group. It's not the majority, but um, hey, I'm raising my hand. I can identify with all of you, Nevermos, and I get the religious trauma that you've been through. Yep. Marsha's going to tell us all about it. Hi, Mary and Shelley. I'm Marsha. My sister Allison and I are big fans. We are Nevermos, but we can relate. We grew up in a patriarchal conservative church. No women pastors, no gay folks, no touching before marriage. And of course, get married. Whenever our parents left on a getaway, their parting instructions to the five kids was, marry in the church, meaning the number one plan of salvation was to marry a member of our tiny church. And our family even looked down on other families in our church who weren't as righteous as we were. Talk about foreclosed identities. Even though I loved sports, I was brainwashed into opposing an interscholastic sports program for the girls. I went to kindergarten through college in our church's schools while living with my parents. Then I taught in a small church school for four years before gradually realizing this was not my path of joy. When I started to fall for a woman at age 28, I fought it for nearly three years. After moving to New York City, I even turned to an institute that promised conversion therapy. I used a creepy Inquisition-style counseling where I sat with three women. Meanwhile, my true friend stuck with me, and my first and only love never wavered from her Just Say Yes campaign. Finally, I quit the conversion therapy and made my best life choice ever and moved in with her. No surprise, years down the road, I had years of therapy to deal with unresolved religious trauma. My sister and I debate who is the blacker sheep? 
She got divorced and got ordained in a liberal church, but I'm lesbian and I got the shittier wording in dad's will. So I still say it's me. My sister Allison specializes in counseling folks who've left abusive religions. And I've had a lifelong interest in psychology and people's stories, which I hear every day as a massage therapist. We have so appreciated you, Mary and Shelley, and your generosity, vulnerability, empathy, and wit. We've been thrilled to find your podcast and the community at Latter-day Lesbian. Some days we cry, but LDL helps us laugh and heal. So thanks, Mary and Shelley, and congrats on 100 episodes. So what a tragic beginning story, ending with happiness and therapy yeah. and healing and becoming yourself. Badass, awesome, Marsha and Allison. Yep. And guess what? Neither one of you is the black sheep. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. I say screw that. Yep. Thank you so much for sending in that story. Appreciate you. Next is Amy. Yeah, Amy's pretty new. Yeah, She's she- Still making her way through the episode. She's not caught up yet. Get your shit together, Amy. Let's go. <laughs> she has a funny Dallin H. Oaks story. You mean so, Asshat? Yeah, Dallin Asshat Oaks. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Amy. Hi, I'm new. I just wanted to say that I'm really loving this podcast. I haven't finished getting through all of them, but I feel like I've got the majority. I'm really glad that I got to find this place because I did really feel alone. I've been away from the church, left the church 10 years ago. There were a lot of problems I had with it, but most of all, it had to do with the anti-gay marriage stuff. And I'm bi, and this was not because I really identified with it. It was more because I just felt like it was really wrong and really against my morals. But yeah, I felt really alone at the time. I felt like most of the things that I did find online were pretty uh, male-centric and smug. So I don't know. I'm just really glad that it seems like so many people have left the church. Uh, I've really felt out of the loop. So it's nice after all this time to kind of confront all the things that I ran away from because I feel like I kind of avoided thinking about it too much for a long time. I just thought... I would share one story. So everybody seems to have a problem with President Oaks, right? So I used to like him when I was a teen because I felt like whenever he did stuff at General Conference that it actually was stuff that I could pay attention to because I had a really hard time paying attention to anything church-related. It would just send me off in a brain fog and I'd be like, what just happened? But anyway, I paid attention to Oaks, so I liked him. When I was 17, we had this state conference And I was in the choir. Oaks was our guest speaker. I was sitting behind the pulpit when he was going to speak, and it was supposed to be so special and all this stuff. So then he goes up there and he starts talking. They always like to tell a little story at the beginning, and you're like, what's this going to be about? So he tells this story about some kid that he knew who just, like, lost his finger or something, he was like, well, what happened? And I, I guess like he just was curious what would happen if he chopped off his finger. Uh, so then he just did it. And that's how he lost his finger or something. I'm 40 now, so it's hard to remember all this stuff. But yeah, so then I was like, wow, where is it going with this? And he's like, you know, that was really stupid. You don't do stupid things or blah, blah, blah. He really was saying the word stupid. And then all of a sudden he turned it into the talk for today, which was about tattoos 
And so he started just talking really frankly about how don't do something stupid like get a tattoo. I don't know. It was really like a lot less inspired sounding than the things that I felt I heard in general conference. It was really embarrassing, basically. I was just completely embarrassed sitting up there. I felt like because I was behind him, I was like with him, you know, and I just wanted to hide. And I remember I saw a woman stand up and she left during while he was speaking and very clearly like pissed off. Anyway, so I just thought I'd like add to the he said what situation because that was so nuts. And after that, I didn't like Oaks anymore. I was just like, well, he seems like a jerk. I can't believe that I just heard that. So he said, what? So there are apparently two horrible things you can do to your body. One is get a tattoo and the other is chop your finger off and they are equally bad. (laughs) And you're stupid. You're stupid if if you you do do it. Either one. Mm -hmm. How do those even relate? And what an inspiring church talk. Right? (laughs) Let's not talk about helping the poor or being Christ-like or loving one another. Let's talk about how stupid you can be. Yeah, by getting a tattoo. Or chopping your finger (laughs) off. Wow. That's insane. That's some kick-ass inspiration right there. (laughs) Not going to lie. Thanks, Amy. Wow. We have new reason to not like that guy. Mm -hmm. Next, we have Jess. So I always thought it was Jessica. I'm sure it's both. Really? You don't think one is a derivative of the other? That's what I'm saying. It's not like one is not the other. <laughs> I know, but on channels, I've always just considered her to be Jessica. Because it says Jessica. Well, it does. Under her picture is a name, and it says Jessica. So maybe she wanted to go by Jess this entire time. Oh, Jess, we are sorry. <laughs> but let me just say this. We love our lesbian police officers. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> Arrest me. <laughs> my hands are already behind my back. My hands are tied. No, she ties the hands. Oh, what's happening here? <laughs> I've never been arrested. I'm just guessing. So um, I haven't either. Jess, you tell us how it goes down. Looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> so my name is Jess C. I live in North Carolina. I am a police officer. I am a lesbian. I found Latter-day Lesbian kind of by mistake. I would call it the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon podcast version. I started on episode one and I was hooked ever since. And then I started participating in the Facebook group. And then I joined Channels, which has been super awesome getting to connect with and meet various listeners of the podcast. And it's been a lot of fun. I'm definitely hooked at this point and we'll keep listening until they shut it down. Hopefully they won't. So... Love the podcast. I've learned a lot about Mormonism. I am a never-mo, so definitely learning a lot, taking some notes, as everyone knows. Being a never-mo essentially means I know absolutely nothing about Mormonism, so I think the first bit of information that I learned was about them not being able to drink coffee or alcohol, and so that in and of itself sounds terrible. I hate the way women are treated, it's insane to me that this goes on and that there's such a large following. There's so much money and politics and it's insane that it still exists. And so the podcast and the groups have been super awesome um, to see folks who have seen the writing on the wall, got out and have found groups like this that are supportive. And we need a lot more of that in the world. So I'm definitely going to keep being a part of it. 
Jess, thanks so much for sending that in. I know. Coffee and alcohol. What the fuck? What's Dude, up with that? I don't know, man. Yeah, I get it. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Another Nevermo. Close to my heart. Those Nevermos. We love them. Yep. I guess we love them. I'm we not do. the only one who loves them, even though I'm a Nevermo. You're allowed to love them, too. Thank you. <laughs> Does that mean I get to love the Exmos? Yes, I will share. Okay. It's enough love for everyone. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Okay. Next, we hear from Lynette, who was fired from gospel doctrine class. Ruh-roh. Let's see what happened. So a few years ago, I moved to a new ward, and I was called to be the gospel doctrine teacher. The original guy they had was very old and very boring, and no one came to church, or at least to class. So I'm a little on the funny side. So we're talking, I tripled the class size in just a few weeks. So this one Sunday, we're learning about Third Nephi and Christ coming to America and Christ showing his palms to prove who he was. And it hit me right there in mid-sentence that, wow, aren't you glad he wasn't beheaded? I could see him standing there. Let's just say that half the class thought it was hysterical and was trying not to laugh, and the other half was mortified. Let's just say that I was fired from that gospel doctrine class. So like I've said before, there's a worse way to die than crucifixion. Beheading? Yeah, Jesus got to keep his head. (laughs) You know, like if I had a choice between eternal holes in my palms and wrists. (laughs) Right, because they didn't mention that. No. What if Jesus came back and showed you his palm holes? Oh, and his wrist holes, Mm -hmm. because that's a thing. Mm -hmm. Or he just shows up without a head. Oh, he's holding his head. Oh, okay. Off to the side. <laughs> Is he? I don't know. That's how it went down. Well, it's all fake, so we don't know. Nope. Mm-hmm. We sure don't. Okay. So next, we want to get into the Utah part of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that includes all the people that recorded a little snippet at our meet and greet. Yep. And also our friend Kirsten, who kind of summed up a lot of that trip for us she in did. song. Mm-hmm. Should we take a commercial break and then get into that? <sighs> I guess. Pay the bills. Okay. Be right back. We're back. Okay. So Kirsten, who we're going to hear from next, did such an amazing job at that Utah meet and greet. Seriously. She helped set it up. Mm -hmm. She did that. The single meter. Yeah. Singamometer. Whatever. She made that. She did. And we all felt shamed for not singing Worthy of the celestial kingdom or something. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> I wasn't even raised Mormon, and I kind of felt triggery by that. Uh-huh. It's a special time. Mm-hmm. 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 But speaking of singing, she is going to grace us with a fun song that she sang. If you happen to see the live Facebook event of that meet and greet, then you would have heard it then. But she's going to sing it for us again right now. Hit it, Kirsten. Alarm goes off at seven. Shelly's out of town. Mary worked eight hours, eight long hours on the podcast. She is such a cool ass. And now it's 10 p.m. 
And Shelly's out of town, trying to move her folks. Shelly's out of town, telling lots of jokes. And while out of town, Eddie's licking all Mary's toes. And it's so gross. Oh, it's so gross. Eddie is a dog, by the way. Out of town, Shelly's getting shit done. Out of town, Mary's getting shit done. Out of town, lesbians try on temple clothes. And it was gross. It was so gross. I will never do that again. Okay, that is hilarious. Uh, So technically, Domino is the toe licker. Eddie generally licks my neck. Does he do that to you, too? Is this something we want our listeners to know? <laughs> it's like a day at the puppy spa. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to bathe afterward, like yeah, real, ba- real bath, not dog tongue Oh, it's bath. gross. It's really, really gross. By the way, I also want to point out that the temple clothes that lesbians were trying on were uh, my dad's. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be so proud. Yeah, that goes nowhere, listeners. <laughs> nowhere. It stays here. Uh, let me get Terry Johnson on the horn. Yeah, Terry! See? Listen to episode 100, Terry. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not going to happen. That's hysterical. (laughs) Okay, what a fun trip that was. Mm -hmm. And we can't wrap that trip up without hearing from a bunch of our listeners who did show up at that meet and greet. And I was roaming around with the handheld recorder Mm -hmm. uh, getting all those fun recordings from people. You crushed it. There were times where I was meeting people and I was very loud. And I may have talked over some recordings. For that, (laughs) I somewhat apologize. Somewhat? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I'm like, oh, shh, shh, shh. I got the recorder. And then what happened? I'm usually screaming, telling a story, (laughs) hugging people. Yeah, sorry. With COVID masks. Yes. For sure. We had hand sanitizer. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure no one caught the Rona. I hope not. Uh, People were super respectful and uh, wore masks the whole Mm -hmm. time. That was Mm -hmm. great. Appreciate everybody coming out. So let's kick it off with Chris, who pretty much explains the Sting song, Roxanne. That's The Police. You got me there on a technicality. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mess with me with music knowledge. Okay. All right, Chris, let's hear about your mission story in Switzerland. So this is one of my favorite stories from my time as a missionary. Uh, This happened in Switzerland in a little city called Vevey off of Lake Le Mans. It's a gorgeous place. Got the Swiss Alps on one side, then a gorgeous lake, Lake, uh, Lake Geneva or Lake Le Mans, and the French Alps on the other side. My companion and I were out tracting in French we call it porte a porte door to door and we're going to use an alias for my companion his name was we're going to go with Elder Sumner which should become evident as the story unfolds as to why I chose Elder Sumner so Elder Sumner and I are in this apartment complex so we're, we're going door to door knocking on doors we knock on this one door it's at the very end of this hallway in this apartment building there is a window at the top of the door he knocks on the door because it's his turn to give the approach knocks on the door and it's frosted glass. He knocks, a light goes on behind the window. A light goes on behind the window, a red light. Now at this point, it doesn't key into me exactly what's going on just yet, cause you know, we're, we're two Mormon boys, 20 years old. Doesn't quite click in yet. Door opens, woman opens the door, long black hair, wearing just a black lace teddy. Then it clicks in for me. I'm like, oh crap. 
because it was a missionary, otherwise I would have said, oh shit. And I'm like, all right, I start to just back off, say, sorry, we'll be, but it's my companion's turn. He, does, he has no idea what's going on. So Elder Sumner starts his, his door approach about two missionaries sharing a message about Jesus Christ. She turns us down, shocking. And then we leave and I'm like, did you have no idea what was going on there, Elder? It's like, no, I like, so we went into the, I wanted to explain why Roxanne doesn't have to turn on the red light anymore. To which he went, oh, I never understood that song. Now I don't like that song so much. Um, which is, you know, if you understand the song, it's, it's, a good, it's a good thing. But that was our experience where Elder Sumner, the real name for Sting, learned why Roxanne doesn't have to turn on the red light anymore. <laughs> Hi, this is uh, Alyssa J, and um, with my girlfriend Chelsea. And last year at the coffee shop, I held Shelly's hand, and I liked it. <laughs> but it was an accident. Chelsea wanted to whoop Shelly's ass. <laughs> Usually, it's Shelly wanting to like cut people. <laughs> so that's a nice change. Thanks for sharing that. A lovely story. Hey guys, it's ex-Mormon Mindy, and my very Mormon mom once pulled me out of a parade I was marching in because she didn't think my shirt was modest enough. So I just want to say, wear what you want, be fucking happy, and thanks, guys. Do you want to um, provide any way of oh, following you? Yeah, on TikTok at ex-Mormon Mindy. Love it, and uh, modest is hottest. Don't forget, yeah. don't forget. <laughs> I am Hannah D. And Tiffany T. Sisters. Sisters. <laughs> and we are representing Parley P. Pratt's lineage. Because that's a big deal. It's a big deal. It He's is. royalty. And today, we want to do our mother proud as the third of the host of our family who have left the church. And sing, sing our, party, song. Yeah, our song for every time we weren't prepared at a family event where we had to sing. This was the default. We did it. Oh, wait. Additionally, we would like to dedicate this song to Lacey M. Annette R. And Bridget. I don't know Bridget's initial. I don't, but I like However, Bridget. Bridget's great. We know you're listening. <laughs> to they this. are. Yes. Okay. Okay, here okay, we go. Ready? There is beauty all around when you listen to lesbians. There is joy in every sound when the lesbians come round. Coming round. When the lesbians come round, we did it! <laughs> that was awesome! Thank you. And you know what? We're not even going to reveal how drunk you are, Hannah. We're not at all. Because it only took two wine coolers? Yes. This is what happens when you start drinking late in life. So, like, so start now. I'm cupping the microphone. <laughs> She's cupping. The microphone. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was amazing. I didn't want to clap because I, I didn't want to like ruin the audio. Oh, that's true. No clapping in church. I feel very reverent. Thank you. Appreciate it. That was fantastic.
Okay, so my name is Jolie H, and I started listening to the podcast because I needed one that was like LGBT support, and it kind of ran from there. So now I listen to it when I'm at work, but also when I'm forced to go to sacrament meeting for family support, I'll listen to the podcast when I'm at church with my family to like get myself through it because otherwise I'll like explode. So yeah, and my like whole family is Mormon, told me that when I left the church and became gay that they were pretty prematurely mourning my death because I broke up our eternal family. So like a really nice way of telling me that I'm dead to them, but also like blaming it on me. So yeah, like the podcast helps me like maintain my sanity when I'm with my family. Thank you. That's awesome. My name is Jonathan R. as in Ramiumptum. Foompod. And yes, I'm the one who did the Foompod Doompod song to join the group. My daughter came out as lesbian when she was nine, but we still pushed through church. But once we finally said that we were done going, church wasn't required, even though the in-laws were in the same neighborhood. That's when our teenager came out to us as bi. And as we've been exploring and learning, my wife came out as ace. So I am the lone cishet person in the family. We, You know, we need everybody. We need everybody to join in. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Emily K. Uh, it's okay to not be okay. Is that it? Okay, well, thank you so much. All right, next. Hannah Kay. I just want to say thank you to Mary and Shelly and the podcast and the Facebook group for helping my wife so much heal from her trauma that she's dealt with from the Mormon church. I just appreciate you guys. Thank you. Oh, thank you. We are happy to help. We didn't even realize we were helping at first, but I'm really glad to hear it. Hi, I'm ML. I was planning to be here on time at 4 o'clock, but now it is 6.30 and I am here late because I had an appointment and it got pushed to get my nipples pierced. Ooh, so now we're here. <laughs> That's all. Happy coming out day! That's awesome. What a great story. Thank you. Um, Thanks for sharing. Living my best life. Absolutely. <laughs> Mary P, not R. <laughs> I'd like to bear my testimony. I know this church is fake as fuck. I know Rusty M. Nelson is a creepy old geriatric who is probably senile, most likely. And I still do tolerate my family most of the time. I even love them some of the time. And I'll say these things in Jesus on a jet ski ramen. <laughs> Hi, this is Sarah S. Um, hey, no matter what happens, you'll be okay. Uh, you can always do your best, and you'll make it through whatever uh, this, like, gets you. You got this. I love that. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate that. Jocelyn V. And um, I found this podcast a month before I was supposed to leave on my mission. I didn't go on my mission. <laughs> I'm so glad like this podcast actually saved me from that I'm so sure I would have came home like months no, I don't know how long I would last but I definitely would have came home um, this podcast kind of just put together the words of what I was already feeling like my entire life towards the church and yeah left the church didn't go on my mission because of this podcast <laughs> that is an amazing story thank you so much for sharing that I love it I love you guys <laughs> And you guys' podcast, oh, it's amazing. I'm so glad that we could do something to help people. It's just yeah, amazing. No, Thank I, you. My mental state would have been 
in the trash. It already was right before leaving. I had gone through the temple. I was volunteering at the bookstore. And so I was like putting away garments while listening to your guys' podcast. It was amazing finding this podcast. Like who I was six months ago, completely different. And this is, you know, who I've always wanted to be, but had that hold back because of, you know, what I thought I was supposed to be because I was in the church and who I thought my parents wanted me to be. They probably still want you to be that. They probably do, but that sucks for them because no thank you. <laughs> what a great story. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I am Emily D, and I, first of all, I'm a crier, so I will probably cry while I'm saying this, but I have known from a young age that I was a lesbian, and due to all the typical Mormon reasons, I never came out, and I stuffed that down as far as I could. Um, I have a really amazing therapist now, and with a lot of therapy and talk and um, some compassion and empathy from her, I can finally say I'm a lesbian. I can say it out loud. <laughs> And I love myself for it. I can do both of those things. And today is National Coming Out Day. And so I came out on Instagram today. So it's just been a really emotional, happy day. And now I'm hanging out with Mary and Shelly from Latter-day Lesbian, which has been really big in helping me build my confidence and courage to come out. So um, that's definitely a huge part of it. So I'm just grateful to be here today. Thank you so much. Thank you. And happy coming out day. And can I hug you one more time? Yes, okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I love you. So that was amazing. What a wonderful experience for all of us. Thank you to every single person who allowed Mary to record them with the microphone while I was yelling and screaming and running around. Um, <laughs> just some incredible stories. Amazing. I know. And thanks to everybody for coming out to that event. Seriously. Uh, the dedication, the love, the outpouring is, is so huge. It was so evident from mm -hmm. everybody who listens to us and supports us in various ways, including financially. We could not do this without you all. No, not at all. You keep us going. This being our last regular episode of the year, we are going to announce patrons after the break. We have some substitute podcasters coming on mm -hmm. the next several weeks. What is it, like four or five weeks? Yeah, this is our holiday break that we're taking. Yeah, yeah. And we took it last year and gave you nothing. <laughs> Except for the Christmas letter, which, by the way, Christmas letter, I'm going to start writing it. So if you still want to... Be part of receiving the amazingly funny, wonderful, shitty Christmas letter from <laughs> Mary and myself. Shitty? Not so shitty. Shitty is what you get from your Mormon parents. That's <laughs> right? the Christmas letter. We're I the mean, amazing Christmas this letter. This is the antidote to the shitty Christmas letter. Yes. You can get that by <laughs> signing up on Patreon at the $4 level or above. Also, last year we did do the uh, Foompod Festivus episode. True. Yeah. We're not promising anything this year. No. Except for... <laughs> Guest podcasters. Boom, and the Christmas letter. Promise, promise. Okay. We can live with those promises. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll get to those patron names in just a second. Alrighty. We are back for some patrons. Let me mm -hmm. guess, we have five this exactly week. Exactly five. <laughs> the first one is unfortunate. It is Tamara Tamara Tamara. <laughs> <laughs> so we hadn't announced her yet on Patreon. I guess not. But any opportunity I have to butcher that up, I'm taking it. Tamara, Tamara, Tamara. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what are we doing with the last names today? Mary, you had an idea. 
Oh, yeah, I guess you should be asking me. Why don't you ask me? Mary, what would you like to do with the names today? (laughs) So I had this idea during the break that we could name them after lyrics in either police or sting Mm -hmm. songs. Mm -hmm. What do you think? All right. So this is Tamara, 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 N. N. Hmm. Uh... This is harder than I thought. Bad idea, Mary. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with that little-known song, Nessage in a Bottle. Oh, my God. Nessage in a Bottle. You can the word. It's not Nessage. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Nessage in a Bottle. We are sorry that you are now <laughs> Tamara, 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 Nessage in a Bottle. Look, Mary did that It's all to you. I got. It's all I got. All right, well, we'll move on. How about Renata? What's the initial I'm working with? She didn't with? give us one, so we can do whatever we want. <laughs> oh, Okay. Well, let's go with R. Oh, I was just going to say, Renata, every little thing you do is magic. Oh, I like that. You like it? Renata, every little thing you do is magic. Everything she does just tr- turns oh, me Taking an interesting turn. Okay, hmm. <laughs> should we move on? Sure, yes. Next is Krista with a K. Last name for Krista? None. She didn't provide a last name nope. again? Nope, you got to go with K. Good luck. Okay, um... King of Pain. Mm. Yeah! Nailed it. Always be King of Pain. That one? That's the one. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The next patron is Sharice M. M. Well, it's got to be that very well-known song, Message in a Bottle. I wonder if Sharice (laughs) Message in a Bottle and Tamara 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 Message in a Bottle, if they're like distant cousins. Oh, you think they're related? Yes. Should we do a quick DNA test? Yes. All right. (laughs) Finally, Miranda M. M, huh? Can I take this one? Oh, yeah, please. So in the 90s, late 80s, early 90s, I played the hell out of Sting's album called Nothing Like the Sun. And there were a couple of songs at the end of the album that nobody really knows about. One is called Sister Moon. That's M. After you listen to that one, you have to also listen to track 11, which is called Little Wing. Oh. Jimi Hendrix. So yep. good. I remember both of those songs and very, very good. So this album entitled Nothing Like the Sun could have been used for Tamara Tamara Tamara's last name. You realize that, right? <sighs> It didn't have to be Nessage in a bottle. Well, you're the one who came up with Nessage, so I'm putting this on you, Mary. Okay. Is that all the patrons today? That's it, baby. Five. Count them. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody. Seriously, thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, patrons, Marco Polo channel members, all of our listeners, everyone who supports us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Can't say it enough. Thank you. Now it's enough. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd like to find out how to support us on Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash latter day lesbian. Join the fun. Join the fun. Join us. Not too late to get that Christmas letter. Okay. So reminder, guest podcasting hosts coming up starting next week. Please give them all your support and listening ears. Appreciate that. Yes. So, Shelly, before we wrap it up for the year, meaning you and me, not the podcast. Correct. Although we will still be in the groups, the Facebook groups and channels and Patreon. for sure. And you know what? With these guest hosts, we may be doing some uh, intros and outros or something. Who knows? Who knows what we might do? You can't get rid of us that Mm -mm -mm. easy. (laughs) But before we go, I wanted to toss it over to Kirsten one more time for 
um, a benediction of sorts. No, the closing song. Okay, sure. But in regular Christian circles. Um, Mormons are not regular Christians. Okay, it's not all just about Mormons here. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Kirsten's an ex-Mormon, so it would be right, the closing right. song or the okay. closing hymn. Hymn? Song? The you closing pick. hymn. Either way, Kirsten, hit it. <laughs> Mary, Shelley, from all of your friends in Utah, God be with you till we meet again. All your podcast fans adore you, and your sister wives implore you. God be with you till we meet again. Thank you, Kirsten. That was beautiful. It was lovely. It brought a tear. Mm Mm-hmm. Till we meet again, Kirsten. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> also, special kiss and thank you to Dan from Extension Audio. Thank you for leaving it in, Dan, for 100 episodes. Oh, my gosh. Love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's been leaving it in a long time. <laughs> he really has. He has. <laughs> He's got above and beyond that Extension Audio, Dan. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> And everybody listening, please steer clear of those cults until we meet again, because they are no joke. No joke at all. That's right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.